practice. Yes, today we're gonna to be talking about practice. Practice is one of those things that uh, Alan Iverson has coined the phrase practice. We talk about practice. Like that was hilarious just even in how he did it and the things that he did. However, yes, practice is one of those things that we have to do as we are coming into the knowledge of the voice of God. Ladies and gentlemen, as we are growing and who we are and whose we are and our ability to hear from God, practice is one of those things that we are gonna have to do. We're gonna have to be able to pray. Ask God of things, believe that he will speak to us, hear what he has to say, differentiate between his voice and the other voices that may be of an influential guidance to us until this present day, which I talked about on the last podcast episodes. But nonetheless, we have to get to the point where we are actually doing, practicing what God has to say. And I'm going to read a passage of scripture in Acts chapter 18 of the Apostle Paul of him hearing from God, him doing what God has told for him to do, but then also him receiving the blessing and the confirmation of what God says that he will continue to be able to do what God has told him to do as God shares and speaks to him. It all makes sense after I read it. So let me just read it and then we'll talk about it after. So, and again, Acts chapter 18, verse 9, it says, One night the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision and told him, Don't be afraid. Speak out. Don't be silent, for I am with you, and no one will attack and harm you. For many people in this city belong to me. Let me start right here, which I wasn't going to stop right here. However, I can hear God saying, that's a prayer for you. That's a vision for you. That's a word from you. As I read this, God was saying to me to say to you, as he said to Paul, ladies and gentlemen, don't be afraid. Speak out. Don't be silent. And I say that because God has some things that he wants to say to you, but ultimately through you. And he doesn't want you to be afraid to speak his truth. He doesn't want you to be afraid to speak his word because at the end of the day, God is with you as he was with Paul and no one will attack and harm you as he did with Paul. So let me go on by saying, so Paul stayed there for the next year and a half teaching the word of God. So Paul received this vision from God, heard what God had to say, and he remained there for a year and a half. But when Galileo became governor of this space called A, some Jews rose up together against Paul and brought him before the governor for judgment. They accused Paul of persuading people to worship God in ways that were contrary to the law, right? So there were Jewish people and there were Gentiles. Paul was here to speak truth and faith to the Gentiles. And he he was telling people and teaching people how to worship God as God instructed him to do back in the vision, right? And so he's been doing it for a year and a half. And I say all that to say, as we are launching out, as we are doing, as we are growing in our ability to hear from God and actually practicing what he says to us, know that the tests and trials will come, right? God prepares us when he sends us out to go. And so when we go out doing whatever God leads us to do, as you're now equipped to be able to do, know that what he's given you as a foundation, as an anchor word, is gonna come to pass. A year and a half later, now Paul is being able to be comforted by what God told him a year and a half, right? And so here it says, they accused Paul, boom, 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 verse 14. But just as Paul started to make his defense, Galileo turned to Paul's accusers and said, listen, you Jews, if this were a case involving some wrongdoing or a serious crime, I would have a reason to accept your case. But since it is merely a question of words and names and your Jewish law, take care of yourselves. I refuse to judge such matters. And he threw them out of the courtroom. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, 
the word that God has spoken to you, the thing that you have heard God says, he will truly perform it and it will truly come to pass. The word of God says that his word will never come back vain, void, or non-productive, but it will accomplish what he actually said. And so before, a year and a half before this very moment, God has spoke to Paul in the vision, letting him know that you won't be harmed. People, your attackers won't be able to do anything to you. And I say all that to say as God has said it to you, whatever God has put within you to do, whatever God has put within you to say, say it with boldness, say it with assurance, say it with victory, knowing that God will never leave you nor forsake you. He will be with you always. It was even to a point where um, I forgot who it was, maybe Jesus, maybe Moses. I forgot who it was. I think it was Moses. I think it was Moses. But nonetheless, the Bible lets us know a story of when, um, yeah, it was Moses. That was Moses back in the Old Testament. But uh, God had sent Moses to go before Pharaoh to say, hey, you know, let my people go. And um, God, I mean, Moses was like, like, wait, I can't speak. I can't, I can't do all these things. And then it came to a point where Moses had to speak to the people, right? Because he was about to lead these people. And Moses asked God, who should I say has sent me? And God said, say the I am. I am has sent you. And I love that largely because, right, he, God, didn't fill in like I am Jehovah Jireh, I am Jehovah Nisi, or I am your provider, I am your giver, I am your sustainer. He just said I am has sent you. And I say that part, that part has come up to know, for you to know that I am will speak to you. I am whatever you need him to be, whatever you need God to be, whatever you need God to do in your life, wherever you need God to go with you, God will be there with you. God will go there with you. God will be that with you and for you. And as you practice hearing from God, God will never leave you out stranded. God will never leave you uncovered. God will never leave you unprotected. But whatever he tells you to do, leads you to do, or sends you out to do, there will be protection. There will be those angels, clouds of witness, not only the clouds of witness in heaven, but there will be angels around you that are protecting you, that are keeping away hurt, harm, or danger, even in ways in which you do not even see it taking place, right? Paul didn't know uh, a year and a half ago when God gave him that word that this moment will take place, but it did come. But not only did it come, but it came to pass. So much so that the governor said, I throw them out of the courtroom. He threw. He threw it out. He threw the case out. He threw the people out. He didn't want to hear it. He didn't want to deal with it because it wasn't so. God had already set it up that Paul would be protected and he would be able to continue in the teachings and the things in which God had put within him to share and to give to other people. My question is, ladies and gentlemen, what has God spoken to you? to say? What has God spoken to you to do? Why haven't you started it? Why haven't you spoke it? Why haven't you done it? Don't allow what other people may or may not do to you, hinder, stop, or block you from doing what God has led you to do. No, 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 no. Uh, on Friday, we're going to be talking about hearing and doing. That's, that's the pinnacle point. That's the point in which we're actually executing. We've exercised, we are practicing, but now we're actually doing. It's a flow. It's a flow of hearing from God and doing what God would have for us to do and seeing the results that God has spoken to us that we would see, such as no attack, no hurt, no harm, no danger will come nigh to us. And uh, what our accusers may be speaking against us, they will not be able to stand because God is with us, right? And so all that to say, great people, practice, practice, continue to practice. 
exercise, but then practice what the voice of God is telling you to do, what God is leading you to do, and know that God is with you. He will stand on his word. He will stand by it to perform, to make sure that it achieves what he has spoken for it to achieve. And I'm excited for you. I'm excited with you because I'm living it, right? I'm living evidence of God, not only saying what he will do, but not only me practicing what he says, but then getting the reward of the blessing. And so, you know, it's going to develop. It's going to grow. It's going to strengthen to the point where you're comfortable in who you are with God and who God is with you and his ability to not only say a thing, but to execute on what he said. So let me pray by saying, I thank you, Lord God, for your sheep, your precious sheep, your precious people that desire to hear from you, that want to hear from you, that have the ability to hear from you. I thank you that as they do, that they'll practice what you say. They'll practice what you preach. They'll practice what you have led us. Because it's not just them, but it's us. I'm in it as well. We'll practice what you have told for us to do. And I think that as we practice, we'll get better. That's the benefit of practicing, getting better. And so as we get better, we'll be able to truly articulate and know that's you that is speaking to us. We'll know your voice. And the voice of a stranger will continue not to follow because we're following your voice. And I thank you, Lord God, that as we practice, we'll get better. And as we get better, we'll encourage others because we're showing them that we too can all hear from God and the results of it are beneficial. And so we love you, Lord God, and we thank you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Great people, I'm excited for you. I'm excited with you as you go out and do all that God speaks to you and leads you to do. Until next time, great people. Peace.